Digging through her briefcase, Alice Foster snagged her cellular phone in one hand and her contact's information sheet in the other, while her sister rummaged through her green, glitter-embellished duffel bag to grab a bright pink, misshaped vibrator. Both girls were notorious for bringing their work home. Tonight was no exception. Amy, what the heck is that for? Alice eyed the odd curve at the end of the oversized contraption. In her opinion, Amy's current employer had taken its passion line to the extreme, with the most popular products designed by her imaginative sister. But they were shooting for the next must-have sex toy, and Alice had to admit, several of Amy's creations were already must-haves for her own bedroom. Too bad they were the ones meant for singles. This baby will put adventurous accessories over the top, Amy said, grinning with unabashed pride. She made the same claim with each of her toys, though Alice chose not to point that out. At merely 22, Amy Foster already had a mind for business. Coupled with an affinity for the intricacies of sex, which she'd obviously acquired from her mother, Amy had a hot combination for today's boudoir market. Consequently, she fully intended for one of her personally designed products to become the next jackrabbit. Like practically every other female in America, Alice had watched Kim Cattrall's Samantha lose her senses over the unique vibrator on Sex in the City. And, like practically every other female in America, she'd wasted no time purchasing a set of talented rabbit ears of her own. Thank God. Lord knows that battery-operated bunny helped her numerous times when Jeff hadn't got the job done. At least she had one energize her in the apartment during her six months dating Mr. Perfect. So what does it do? Alice asked, accustomed to Amy's tendency of bringing her sex trinkets home to show off her latest idea. While Amy played Vanna, running a finger down the smooth length of the toy, Alice scanned her client's data sheet. My alibi's customers were extremely specific regarding when she should make calls. In this case, the woman wanted a message left while the contact was gone. A typical request. For some reason, the lie seemed more believable when heard on an answering machine. Alice's eyes ventured to the referral line on the bottom of the front page. Amy? Yeah, Amy said, still grinning at the toy. What's up with this? She pointed to the name scribbled across the page. Referred by Amy Foster? Alice read the annotation made by the My Alibi sales associate. Client specifically requested Alice Foster as her sales representative. Oh, I can't believe I forgot to tell you, Amy said, scooting closer to Alice on the couch. She pointed to the data sheet. That's a friend of mine. She needed a way to spend a week with her boyfriend, and I told her about my alibi. You're helping your friend cheat on her husband? Alice didn't like lying for a living, and she didn't plan to do it much longer, only until she had enough money to start her boutique. I thought you agreed that what these people do isn't right. I know it isn't, but Erica isn't lying to a husband. Alice's attention moved back to the information sheet, specifically the relationship-to-client line. Her uncle? She's found the love of her life, but doesn't think her uncle will approve, Amy explained, shrugging as though this were no big deal. She needs an alibi for a week to spend some alone time with Butch and see if he really is the one. Why does she have to lie to her uncle to spend a week with her boyfriend? Alice didn't like the sound of this. What was Amy getting her into? He's her guardian, and he's a bit overprotective, Amy explained. Then, at Alice's raised brows, she continued, Listen, 
I knew you wouldn't help on your own, so I had her go through my alibi. That way it's merely another client, right? And besides, she's my friend and needs help. You won't let me down here, will you? Letting Amy down was something Alice was determined not to do, and Amy knew it. Occasionally, like right now, she used it to her advantage. However, there was no way Alice would help if Erica wasn't an adult. You can't hire my alibi unless you're 18, and if she isn't 18, I can't help her. She is 18. Her birthday was last month. Sure enough, the client's date of birth on the application matched Amy's statement. Come on, she's an adult looking for an alibi and she isn't lying to a husband. She simply wants to spend some time with her boyfriend. You'll help her, right? Give her a chance of true love? Amy asked. For me, 